Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to 365 God Podcast with Pastor C. This episode entitled Blind Spots, entitled Blind Spots, is designed for us to actually see. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Well, oftentimes we can live in our own blind spots in life. You know, um, there's a couple of things, self-righteousness, self-deceit, making assumptions about other people, or just not being recognized um, for doing the right thing. So sometimes we live in the blind spots. I'll deal with that. It's easier for me to deal with of other people where, you know, other people haven't recognized us for um, things that we may contribute or maybe they haven't recognized us for trying or being there when they need us the most. But, you know, we don't have to worry about when we live in the blind spots of other people in that manner. When we're living in the blind spots of other people, we have to remember that God sees all things and he will give us our just reward. You know, you can seek the rewards of men and it's it doesn't compare to what God has in store for you. And what if it what if it's such that you uh, receive from man a reward, but God is not pleased with you? So ultimately, we um, we have to get over that type of blind spot, and we have to tell ourselves, you know what? Nobody has to call my name. Nobody has to recognize me. But I am still going to do what I do for the glory of God and for the edification of His people. There's other times that we exist in the blind spots of other people where they really don't perceive us for who we really are. They don't really know us. And, you know, perhaps it's because someone gossiped about us or because someone thought that we thought a certain way about ourselves or something like that. And so people are really blind to who we are and really blind to, um, what our pure, you know, our pure motives are behind things. And so even in those situations, we have to continue to pray and we have to continue to be what God would have us to be, even in the presence of those people. But let me caution you about something. Don't try to sell yourself to people, you know, just exist as the person that God has made you to be, but we don't have to seek the approval of others in an effort to please God. What we want to do is be an example for others. And that's ultimately, that should be ultimately the goal that we have in that regard. Living in blind spots, the worst blind spot ever that we can be in is that of our own. And that means that we can be self-righteous, we can be um, self-deceiving, and that we think that we are who we aren't. I have found out that when we are self-righteous, we can really make those around us feel like they are absolutely minimized because we can make ourselves seem like we are the standard. One thing that I um, really preach and teach um, at the Grace Hill Church is that we never use ourselves as the standard. We we ourselves can be examples of what it's like to be Christ-like, but we are not the standard. Christ alone stands as the standard for what we should be striving toward. Um, self-righteous people often don't um, invite people to the journey to pleasing God, but they often invite people to to look to them and to stop right there but we we have to recognize that we're not perfect at all and there's let me tell you I hate to bust a bubble here but we're probably not going to be perfect as long as we're here on earth 
So that means that we're always striving to do the better. And we are always striving to please God, to be obedient to him. And so we don't want to set a standard that Christ hasn't set. So that's why we let Christ be the standard for people. And we we do whatever we can to invite them along this journey toward pleasing God, toward giving glory to God. And that's what it's all about, is making sure that we lead others, not to ourselves, but to Christ. We can be self-deceiving, thinking that we have arrived when we have not at all arrived, thinking that we um, have made it there when we have not made it there at all, making ourselves, you know, self-deception causes you to stop striving for what is right, and it lets you settle in right where you are, deceived that you don't need any help. You Sometimes we this blind spot deceives us into thinking that we don't need anybody because we are blinded by our own um, spotlight, if you would. And we are deceived by our own spotlight. And we just cannot see ourselves for who we really are. And so um, somewhere in the theater of our minds, we play the role as those who are perfect, you know, haven't arrived. But Paul says it like this. Paul says, you know, my dear brother, and I am not going to tell you that I have gotten there. I'm not going to tell you that I've laid hold or have apprehended that which I am striving for. But I am going to tell you this. I am still striving for it. I haven't given up yet. And that's where we must be. If I can here, let me um, let me talk to you about Psalm, the 19th chapter, verses 12 and 13, which read in the King James Bible as such. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. You know, I'm not upright just because I feel like I am, or because in your head or in your mind you might think, oh, she's she's a good person, or blah, 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 or, you know, Thank I, I'm I'm grateful for you know people having confidence, um, to believe that I'm at least striving for the right things in my life. But I never want anybody to feel like I'm not subject to error. As a supervisor, I've always shared with my employees that when they make a mistake and I have to go to them about the mistake they've made, look, we're all here and we're subject to human error every last one of us and a lot i found out that especially with um, employees that oftentimes they make the error because they were trying to do something else very well they were trying to whether it's customer service or you know something happened and they left a task to give more attention to something that took priority at that time but you know pointing out to them initially hey let's look at this a lot of them kind of had a little bit of apprehension and could it have been because somewhere along the line they felt like you're just here to see my mistakes but you don't appreciate me but what I've learned to do um, is to make sure and very sure that they understand look guys I know that you're subject to human error how do I know that because I am I've learned to even say to them, I made this mistake before. This is how I know 
to help you with this. This is how I can walk you through it because I spent some time too thinking this. And I can tell you what you were thinking at the time that you did this because that was the same exact thing I was thinking until I learned better. And so being able to relate with others, remaining relatable with those who we're trying to win makes all the difference in the world. Um, And I just feel like that's what Jesus does with us. I feel like Jesus tells us, hey, I know what it's like to be a human being. I've walked the earth before. I know what you're tried with. And so, look, I think that I think I think that's one of the most wonderful things about life is how God comes from heaven to earth and he says I'm here so that you'll never be able to feel like I don't know what you're going through he identifies with us and so we have to learn how to identify with others we have to learn how to meet people where they are look there's a common denominator among all of us and it's sin it's sin what we should be trying to do is change that common denominator to salvation by winning others over to Christ. Here it is in Psalm 19, 12, verses 12 through 13 in the Message Bible. It says, Otherwise, how will we find our way or know when we play the fool? Clean the slate, God, so we can start the day fresh. Keep me from stupid sins, from thinking I can take over your work. Then I can start this Sunday, this, this day sun-washed, I'm sorry, scrubbed clean of the grime of sin so identifying that you know what i need you god i'm not there yet so i have need for you in my life when we see this scripture we have to become aware of our own errors and our secret faults we must that's that's part of my journey if you've listened to me on other podcasts you know that i really um I really am working on self-awareness and really tapping into, okay, this is not something that you want to do, or this is something you want to become more of. Um, Not allowing sin to have dominion over me or my thought processes. I try not to live a life blind, blinded by uh, myself and my own perceptions. You know, I believe this is why we have um, prejudices uh, among us because we live in blind spots, uh, our biases, blind spots, our uh, perceptions of, that are um, erroneous perceptions, of course. These are blind spots that if we would just take the time and ask God to show us through his visual field what it is that we need to see about ourselves about others as we're relating to others just think how much better marriages would be our relationship with our children our relationship with one another our co-workers if we just gave people a chance i'm not saying uh, that we just need to excuse every person out there and say hey we're just gonna act like we're blind to that or you know because there is a a blindness that comes when we choose not to correct behaviors i'm not saying that in correcting behaviors we need to point out and blame people either we need that visual field of god that has that love that loving balance without compromise of telling the the full truth of what we need to do we've got to learn how to be truthful with ourselves we've got to learn how to move forward um with vision 
with real vision, with that which God shows us. We've got to look at each other and remember that we ourselves have fallen short of the glory of God. So we want to look and we want to act with grace. And so I encourage you to think about blind spots. Think about before, you know, how many times have I um, been in a conversation with my sibling and I'm talking to her about something? Um, This doesn't happen with my older sister as much as it does with um my my other sister I'm the youngest so but we can get into some conversations and she caused me to see some things that you know what Beryl sometimes you mouth off before you really understand what I'm saying so really recognizing that conversation is two-way that the dialogue goes two ways and that you know I've got to be willing to hear another perspective. Even if that perspective is wrong, I've got to give that person opportunity to be able to express themselves that we both will feel listened to and we both will come to a place where we realize that, hey, hmm, we'll let, uh, we're, we're going to let each other have an opportunity to speak here and we're going to both come to a grounds of understanding Sometimes we can be right about what we're saying, but the um, the message is just not coming across and not received as it ought to be. That doesn't mean that there's any um, tension there. It could just be something that we thought we agreed on that we really do not agree on. And so we have to allow God to shine his light on it, on situations so that we can better uh, communicate with one another and we can have a greater understanding. When we're working with coworkers, our perceptions, our biases, our prejudices, we've got to deal with those things. I I just believe the world would be a much better place um, if we would take the time to to really understand one another, not get caught in willful disobedience or not. Um, and I call willful disobedience when we've got our eyes open, but we're blinded to um, who we what we're who we are we're not so much blinded to what we're doing but who we are because we have been so deceived that we ourselves can get past it and we can get by with it we we just can't live our lives like this um i tell you a character in the bible who was destroyed by by this and that was saul because saul could not see himself um as he was he he could not he did not um admit the error of his ways um so it destroyed him in his kingship and he lost i mean david was anointed king and you know saul was no longer anointed he had the title he had the position but what good is that what good is that if you're not if you don't if you're not anointed for it anymore all because you're live you're choosing to live in the blind spots of your own deception. And so I encourage you to ask the Lord to open up your eyes so that you can see what it is that he wants you to see about yourself and not just about others. It's so easy to blame others and say, you know what they said this or they said perhaps they did say it, but what about you? 
take a strong look at yourself. And I just totally believe that if we all practice this habit, what would the world look like? Wouldn't it be a much better place in which we could coexist? I think so. This has been 365 God Podcast with Pastor C, and I hope that you're going to tune in again. I hope that this podcast has been um, rewarding for you, that you can take something away from it that's going to help you with your spiritual life and with your growth and something that you'll share with your friends. I hope that you'll tune in again.